baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. It just keeps getting better and better. What a great week. Netflix, which has doubled down on the woke programming, saw its shares crash shocking 35%. CNN Plus, home of the fake news, just shut down after one month. Why? Because after getting every major story of the last four years wrong, think Russia collusion, election tampering, Officer Sicknick was killed by Trump supporters. Oh, wait, no, that was natural causes. Nobody wants the thing. They shut it down after a month. Kim Kardashian's had longer marriages. Then Disney gets stripped of its special governing powers after we find out that the stock that's taken the single biggest nosedive in the last year on the Dow, Disney down 30%. Get woke, go broke. And then Elon Musk announced he secured the funding that he needs for a Twitter takeover. And finally, oh, the best one, Spotify drop kicks Obama's podcast. Folks, remember who they tried to get kicked off Spotify? Joe Rogan. And they failed. Joe Rogan, who has an audience many times the size of CNN. And who gets kicked off after they try to cancel him? Not Joe. Obama. Because nobody wants that trash. Nobody wants any more fake news. And they know it's fake. So fresh off his cancellation, I mean, while it's still stinging, is Barack Obama fresh off the humiliation of that, the fact that Joe Rogan is much more popular than he is, no matter what the left tries to do to him. Fresh off that... Barack Obama, PolitiFact Liar of the Year. Yes, Google it. Barack Obama actually won Lie of the Year. For if you like your health care plan, you can keep your health care plan. That guy, in a frothing panic, gives a speech on how we need to fight disinformation by letting the government, government regulators, cancel people on social media for spreading it. That comes after one of the most extraordinary news stories of recent times. A letter written by the former heads of the NSA, the CIA, and the Defense Department admitting they censor you on social media. Written to Congress, folks. Demanding for national security purposes that Congress keep the ownership of the social media outlets the same so they can continue censoring you. Folks, that's an admission of a crime. Again, the CIA by law cannot operate on our soil, but they're censoring you. Constitutionally, the military can't operate on our soil, but they're censoring you. And they wrote it to Congress in a letter. A confession of their crimes, at least now we know. And after all of that, they trot Obama out. PolitiFact, liar of the year, to fight disinformation by saying he's going to need to censor you. 
Yep, said that in a speech at Stanford. Listen to how that went. People are dying because of misinformation. We see that our new information ecosystem is turbocharging some of humanity's worst impulses. Regulation has to be part of the answer. Folks, they're panicking. They know their lies, their narratives can't survive if even one platform allows reporting by real news outlets like Breitbart and the Daily Caller to be shared at will with no shadow banning and no censorship. Again, that's why we saw the bizarre spectacle this week of the former heads of the NSA, two former CIA directors, and a former defense secretary arguing that we need censorship, that they need to be allowed to do it. Folks, again, these are the same people who signed that lying letter going into the election claiming Hunter Biden's laptop wasn't really his. It was Russian disinformation. So what they're really saying is they want to silence everyone who isn't lying. Let's hear some more from Obama at Stanford on Thursday. All we see is a constant feed of content where useful, factual information and happy diversions and cat videos flow alongside lies, conspiracy theories, junk science, quackery. And over time, we lose our capacity to distinguish between fact, opinion, and wholesale fiction. Wholesale fiction. Yeah, like Russia colluded with Trump. Fake. The Russians interfered in our election. Oh, double fake. Hunter Biden's laptop is really Russian disinformation. Fake. We have to impeach Trump because his supporters murdered a Capitol Police officer by beating him to death with a fire extinguisher. Fake. He died of natural causes. I could do this for the next 15 minutes because their media has gotten every single major political story of the last four years dead wrong. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we haven't. And we will crush them in a head-to-head media competition. Clicks versus clicks. Likes versus likes. And they know it. Which is why they want to do this. Here's CNBC describing Obama's plan for you to shut you up. Since he himself can't compete with you on Spotify. Obama called for regulation of the technology companies, saying that the First Amendment is a a check on state power and doesn't apply to technology companies. Decisions like this shouldn't be left solely to private interests. Obama said the social media companies should disclose what's in the algorithms that control how fast information spreads, even if they do that secretly to government regulators. And the former aides to the former president told me today that he was just laying down broad principles here for how all this should play out. And he was deliberately vague about exactly who would do all this regulating and who would be in charge of that process. Actually, longtime listeners to this podcast already know. If you want to know, put in C2PA. Google it. Coalition for Content Provenance and Authenticity. And be prepared to have your world rocked. For more than 18 months, Microsoft, Intel, The New York Times, 
BBC, Arm, Adobe, TruePic, Sony, Samsung, and Apple have all been working on what they call content providence as part of a true horror called Project Origin. They're trying to solve, and Microsoft admits this up front in a press release, they're trying to solve what they call the origin problem. It's so hard for the left to go website by website, social media site by social media site censoring you. If you're any good at all, you've probably spent time, as I have, in Facebook and Twitter jail. That's exhausting for them. So they want to do it at the point of publication. Here's how it would work. Rather than banning individual accounts, if you committed the crime of misinformation, you would be barred in the future at the point of publication. They could even read your keystrokes. So even if you never published it, they'd know you thought misinformation and intended to. You'd be blocked from publication, period. It's an extension of what they already do now. Think about it. Your Gmail knows you, whether you're at work or at home. It's the next logical step. So get caught doing misinformation once. Forget going to that Gab or Getter account because you've been blocked on Facebook. You'd be unable to publish locked up at your individual phone or computer level. Want to advertise your lawn care business in a non-political way on Google? Sorry. Now that your lawn care business has failed, want to put your resume on LinkedIn? Nope. Sorry. Take a picture at your family reunion and want to publish it on your uncle's Facebook page since you don't have one anymore. He won't be able to because that picture would be marked with its originator, its creator's ID. Microsoft and all those other partners I just mentioned are more than 18 months into this technology. They're very open about it. I checked again today. Their press releases are still online. Now want to know what triggered the panic? Guess who the other partner is besides Microsoft and Intel, BBC, and the New York Times? You know who the other partner is? Twitter. In a rambling set of tweets after January 6th, Jack Dorsey, who was then actively running Twitter, explained that it wasn't fair that people like he and Mark Zuckerberg had to censor everybody. No, we need one big standard, one big set of censorship guidelines that he and other owners would be forced to comply with taking it out of their hands. That's what C2PA is, letting the censorship occur at the point of publication. So it wouldn't matter if you got an account on Gab or Getter or Twitter, for that matter. Now you're probably thinking, how are they going to get away with this? The Republicans are poised to take over the House. That question was answered this morning in leaked audio tape of GOP Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy talking to fellow slime bucket Liz Cheney. McCarthy, who's long pretended to be against censorship of his own voters, well, behind closed doors, it's actually the opposite. In that January 10th conversation, McCarthy was talking to other GOP leaders, and he said he wished that the big tech companies would strip other Republican lawmakers of their social media accounts, as Twitter and Facebook had done with Trump. He thought it was a great idea. We can't put up with that. McCarthy said, can't they take their Twitter accounts away too? The story was published on MSNBC and McCarthy, the liar, immediately denied it. And Rachel Maddow, of all people, immediately sandbagged him by releasing the audio. This is why earlier this week, the CIA, NSA, Department of Homeland Security and Defense Department thought they could get away with censoring you because they know that secretly our GOP leaders are not only on board, 
They're enthusiastic proponents of shutting you the heck up. Well, this is somewhat depressing news. It's also good news because we can't fight what we can't see. Kevin McCarthy's leadership pack has long been loaded with big tech money. There's more of that than anything else in it. That keeps him in power because he provides funding for other congressional candidates. But now that he's been exposed, he'll become toxic. This was a win for us, too. All of this rolled down the hill because Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter, which means bottom line, this was a good week for free speech and for freedom. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.